6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. So we told you yesterday that the province has announced $150 million to go towards installing broadband internet in rural, remote, and Indigenous communities in the province. It's an issue that has plagued rural customers for as long as the internet has been around, let's be real. And and there is an organization in Alberta that is exploring ways of how to build a better broadband in the province. So let's find out more with Michael McNally, who is a digital technology expert and a professor in the Faculty of Education. Education at the University of Alberta. Michael, welcome to 630 Chad. Thank you very much for having me. All right, so tell us about the Alberta Rural Connectivity Coalition. What is it? What are you doing? So the Alberta Rural Connectivity Coalition brings together partners from all across the province to serve as a forum to discuss how we might advance connectivity across the province. So we've had uh, an initial forum this past March uh, that brought together uh, a lot of different rural leaders as well as uh, some different experts and we also had our CRTC commissioner present and uh, really the goal of the forum is to help keep moving the ball forward on trying to come up with solutions for better connectivity across the province. We've seen uh, some real leadership in this province uh, going back to the provincial government on the supernet and also on the community side of things with communities like Olds. Uh, but we know that there's, you know, not a single kind of top-down, one-size-fits-all approach, and it's about, you know, trying to make sure that communities have the capacity and the resources to get better connectivity. And, of course, everyone knows uh, after the past uh, 16 months how important that is. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? So um, y- y- these symposiums that you held and these forums that you held, what was the overwhelming thing that you heard when it came to this issue in this province? The need is definitely uh, acute and, uh, you know, there's a a real range of of possible solutions, but uh, we need a a strategy that involves not just, uh, you know, communities on their own trying to figure it out, but all layers of uh, of all levels of government and uh, industry as well. Mm. So this announcement yesterday, the $150 million announced from the provincial government yesterday, and at least they're talking about it, it's on their radar, you know, the fact is, um, the talk is, is that it's going to cost about one billion dollars when it comes to something like rural uh, internet and internet on uh, remote communities indigenous communities that sort of thing I mean 150 million doesn't go very far so what was your reaction to that news uh, well I mean 150 million dollars is an important first step but as you've noted and as the province noted uh, you know more is going to be needed so yeah. uh, to put that in context uh, you know the town old about 8,000 9,000 people they built their own network uh, several years ago now and that was about a 15 million dollar uh, plus over time uh, enterprise so we're looking at uh, you know 10 10 olds across the province <laughs> uh, and it certainly can get much more expensive the more remote uh, you are to put in you know uh, context uh, the spending by the provincial government uh, this past March the federal government and the Quebec government partnered they are each spending over 400 million dollars yeah. so it's an 826 million dollar fund government of Ontario announced $4 billion in funding. So $150 million is really, you know, on the lower end of some of the large province spending. But, you know, certainly as as you noted, uh, the service minister yesterday, Nate Glubish, on the show, saying that they hope that this is a a starting point and and can can result in in, in different partnerships between, you know, the the province and the feds and um, and, in the private sector as well. You know what, Michael, whenever we talk about uh, rural internets um, (laughs) and, and about 
about expanding the network and and making things better my listeners and i have a lot of listeners in, in uh, rural communities they kind of in they send me they send me in texts and they're rolling their eyes they're like we've heard this all before nothing's been done um what do you say to those folks because they're fed up that's you know we've heard that at a, a community level for for years now. I think the the supernet really captured people's attention early on, uh, but it never ended up materializing to what some people thought it might be, uh, which was a, a connectivity solution. You know, it really was about connecting public infrastructure. I think for uh, for your your rural listeners in particular. Uh, you know, we're certainly certainly getting uh, closer in terms of connectivity. You know, the the size of the communities uh, where there have been investments are getting smaller and smaller. So we're starting to connect some of the the smaller communities. Uh, a couple of things to keep in mind, though, is you know, funding is one part of it, and strategy is the other part. So you know, this government has been talking about a broadband strategy. Uh, you know, there was one in draft form under the previous government. That's really going to be a key part of it. You know, uh, something like a it's a, a couple called dig once anytime you're digging up the roads put in conduit uh, you don't even have to install fiber optic cable you put in the conduit and then you know years down the road you can deploy much more cheaply that's the type of stuff that uh, a strategy can address and it's really key for those you know in particular those you know rural farmers in between towns and communities well that's interesting too because then doesn't that go towards when we're building new communities and planning ahead with new communities Absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, if you uh, you want to think about, you know, who would move to a community without you know, roads or gas or electricity, broadband is, is part of that mix now. And it really is, you know, kind of the equivalent of electricity for the 21st century. But if we figured out a way to get roads and gas and electricity to communities, we can figure out a way to get broadband there because by kilometer, it is the cheapest of those uh, technologies. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about cost and, um, you know, the potential that it'd be like a billion dollars to get this done in in Alberta, Michael. Forgive me. I mean, this is not my this is not my wheelhouse, right? And so I'm going. I'm turning this over to you. And this might seem like a a silly or stupid question, but I always kind of believe if you don't know the answer. Ask the question. Why does it cost so much? Uh, cost is driven by a, a couple of different things. Uh, you know, one of the uh, one of the elements is uh, you know the, the capital cost of, of putting infrastructure in, and particularly, uh, you know, if we want to put in forward-looking infrastructure, we're probably talking about fiber optic uh, cable. Even for communities where you think, well, we'll we'll solve it with wireless 5G, there still needs to be fiber optic cable to. to transport that content back to internet exchanges here in Edmonton or in Calgary. Uh, so that's, you know, one of the, the big costs uh, right there is uh, is simply, you know, putting this stuff into, into the ground. Yeah. Uh, and it's also, you know, it's difficult to come up uh, with a business model that makes it viable to connect, uh, you know, less densely populated areas. And that's why we've seen, you know, uh, if you have density, you're much more likely to have better <laughs> internet uh, in your community than if you're... Uh, sparsely populated you know it's interesting michael like i live on the edge of the city technically still city limits but i don't have normal internet i have i don't know satellite internet or something like that and the service is so poor it's one of the reasons why i'm back in the office because doing what i needed to do for the radio show just wasn't uh wasn't possible and it's been something that we've dealt with for the 10 years that we've been out there and we keep getting promises that something's coming but that's technically still in the city um before i let you go so 
what's next for um, the coalition? I mean, I love the idea of getting communities together, working together, developing a strategy so you can all move forward together. But what's next? Uh, coalition is uh, is continuing to uh, to try and take shape. It's a it's a relatively new organization, yeah. so we're working on getting uh, some of the the you know principles of governance sorted out. Uh, we're you know thinking already probably towards next year of having another uh, connectivity forum and you know trying to keep people up to date on uh, everything that's going on. There's uh, you know not just the provincial government announcement, but we're probably looking at spectrum auction results. Uh, maybe not today, but into next week that could have uh, multi-billion dollar implications in it so really making sure that everyone is brought up to date on uh, everything that's going on in an, in an area that's really quickly moving uh, one more question and this is a good one that just came in from a listener it's Colton says why does the government have to pay for this why doesn't the why don't the providers who rake in all the cash help pay for this <laughs> I think that's an excellent question, and uh, you know, we we certainly, you know, the private sector, you know, the the for-profit companies, they have uh, invested in a lot of communities where they think they're going to get the return, uh, and I think it's really interesting question should should be asked. You know, if we're putting in uh, millions or billions, uh, you know, especially on a national scale of uh, public money in this infrastructure, who who gets to benefit yeah. uh, from it long term? And uh, you know, competition, I think, is uh, is something that uh, everyone can agree on. We need. Uh, we could use more of in this country. All right, you've given us a lot to think about this afternoon. Michael McNally joining me. Thanks for taking the time. Have a great Friday. Thank you very much. You too. Yeah, you betcha. Michael McNally, Associate Professor of the Faculty of Education at the U of A. But uh, in the context of this conversation, he's a digital technology expert and uh, one of the folks behind the Alberta Rural Connectivity Coalition, working together to develop a strategy to you know, move towards getting this done.